And that jarring cacophony tells you that once again, it's the time, it's the place, it's the Power of Three podcast with two people on it because we're rubbish at maths. The Power of Three, the podcast that actually I got a two in my standard grade, um, which is like the GCSE equivalent uh, down south um, or the B. Uh, and I'm also joined by somebody else. Did you pass your standard grade or old grade maths? Yeah, I did the standard grade. I was the first year that sat it. I, I got a three. Um... The thing I, I like talking when I was in third year, um, they put me in a credit class, which was talking, and I struggled quite badly. It was quite I found it quite a leap mm-hmm. from um, from second year, and and so in fourth year they, they dropped me down to the general class, which was yeah. mid level, and I thrived. And then I ended up sit, still sitting in the credit and general papers, but some yeah. of the people who'd been in the year I was in before when I was in third year ended up sitting general in foundation. Huh. So that makes me sound like an arrogant so-and-so. I'm David Steele. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, and we're just uh, here for a mini chat, just uh, given the news that's come out over the last few days um, about potential missing episode recoveries. As we heard that at the just a few days ago that film corrector Terry Burnett had died uh, back in February and uh, private collector Richard Latto's negotiated with his estate to save his film collection, which was safely moved to an archive today. And apparently there's quite a lot in this collection that's not been catalogued previously. And of course, uh, we, Terry gave us Underwater Menace 2 and Galaxy 4 episode three. three. Yes, I just had to think about that. AKA, yeah. AKA Airlock. That's the one, thank you very much. Not Trap of Steel, the one that uh, that's not Trap of Steel, not four hundred dawns, and not the exploding planet. You can see yeah. my the comic cover <laughs> on on Instagram under Hartnell Comics in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, and this was then followed up by um, a convention appearance at Utopia uh, by Philip Morris, uh, who has promised that the number of missing episodes is going to go down, as he knows the four missing episodes in private hands in the UK and a couple that are overseas. And this was followed up by Paul Vanessa saying that he knew of two for sure, and that there was a third that his spider sense was tingling about, although he couldn't be 100% that uh, he hasn't seen that one, implying heavily that he has seen the other two. So between them, they're unsure if their known episodes overlapped or not. So just when we were joking about it last week, Dave, uh, when we were talking about Lost Stories and Richard Bignall potentially finding episodes, then suddenly the whole thing picks up a little bit and gets interesting. Yeah, yeah it does it every so often. It's like my, my hemorrhoids, it's just, you think it's so often you're having to deal with it and it's, like, and, and it's literally a lot of stress, hassle and a complete pain in the arse. I'm super sceptical. I think it's dangerous to talk about this sort of stuff unless, you know, you can put your money where your mouth is and absolutely come through. I mean, Paul Morris, I think, um, brilliant that he got us the web of fear and the enemy of the world like 10 years ago um, and he talked a lot of the time about 
the wind, how the wind was blowing in the right direction, and you know, stay tuned and all this sort of stuff. And we we called it the Omni Rumor. I think we've talked about it on the podcast already, but he talked for ages about how you know he was in negotiations, and I remember like the feverish imaginings and speculation there was rumours a rumour went round that everything was back except nine episodes um, there was this rumour a lot of reputable people talked about it because they I don't know you know because we all believed it we wanted to believe it that um, this massive tanker full of missing episodes was coming back and it wasn't just Doctor Who it was loads and loads of other stuff and there was a perpetual rumour that, Mar- that Marco Polo was going to be released this weekend, no, next weekend, no, it's going to be in a few weeks. People were convinced. I even bought another iTunes card in anticipation. So, Philip Philip Morris talking at a convention about, you know, I, he's, I wouldn't say he's been discredited, but over the last few years, we've all sort of got used to him, almost like a, a you know, blowing hot air and not coming through. So, I'm super sceptical. I believe it when I see it, basically because he's become, I, don't, I can't say discredited, but he's just become known as someone that doesn't follow through, you know? Um, the other thing, I mean, it's really sad that Terry died. That's that's obviously a sad thing. And I think it was Stephen Cranford who's posted on, on the socials about um, taking care of his collection. And again, it's all very well, you know, keeping people abreast of what you're up to, but I don't think you should be telling people or talking about it until you're absolutely certain, because it only, it's only going to lead to disappointment if you find nothing. I think that's a very fair statement. Also, I don't know if you should be talking about following through if you've got hemorrhoids. We'll just uh, move on from that one. Mm, but no. it's it's interesting. I mean, I agree with you. I think um, just keep it quiet until you know for definite because there's nothing worse than a disappointed Doctor Who fan. We've seen it with the uh, big finish announcements. We know there's things coming. BBC announcements, we know things coming. For example, class. And then there was just like, the waves of disdain and complaints because it wasn't what people wanted. That's- the class announcement was, was a, a brilliant example of that, like because someone, you know, big announcement coming, and I remember it was it was one of the best nights on Twitter ever before Twitter descended into the hellscape that it became. Was we all we all I, I remember something. I wanted to go. I wanted an early night tonight. I remember saying I'm going to have to stay up, and the hashtag, the big announcement was doing the rounds, and it was you know the the, 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 the sort of golden era of Doctor Who fandom on Twitter. I remember um, Clayton posting a caption of. Colin Baker from the Roland Rat series, just you know, ready to, and you know, at, you know, at big announcement headquarters, everyone's ready to kind of. Re- <laughs> um, and someone, I think someone at replied to a BBC tweet saying, "Is it about missing episodes?" And they replied saying, "It's bigger than missing episodes," which made everyone just sort of go, "What?" Then you know, what? And inevitably, when they announced a spin-off series that didn't feature any pre-existing Doctor Who cast members, one that no one anticipated was really that worried about. It, it was such a sort of um, became such a damp squib. It was people actually ended up resenting class for what it wasn't rather than what it was, um, and it all backfired enormously. And you know, caused a lot of short-term resentment. And that proves this, the sort of point that you have to kind of shut this sort of speculation down rather than encourage it. I've seen a lot of people I know on Twitter the last few days sort of speculating about what they'd like to see back, but I'm I'm not even going there. I'm just like. You know, further to what we said on last week's episode, you know, if they got the massacre, ideal. But I'm not going to give it a minute's thought until anything is confirmed. Yeah, because I think I'd say that's a big danger because I suppose that, you know, the smart money is going to be, of course, on Hartnell episodes because they were the ones that sold the most, particularly Marco Polo, Reign of Terror, 
and indeed potentially the Crusade episodes, Galaxy 4, but and after that, sales do start to dwindle and decline with fewer copies existing. Exactly, exactly. That's, That's the thing. I mean, um, I think the... I think again we said as much. I think the Highlanders statistically the one that's least likely to come back. Power of the Daleks is unlikely to come back because the whole we know that Terry Nation withdrew foreign rights sales before because he was trying to get his own series off the ground. As a result, Power of the Daleks not really been available for sale. Other countries didn't take as many Troughton episodes as they might have done. I mean, it's it's one of these things. I mean, it's nice to think. And I mean, I mean, I remember when when Web of Fear. Enemy of the World and the two other orphan episodes, you know, Underwater Menace and Galaxy Walking Back. That was over ten percent of the missing episodes at that point came back within two years. It was ridiculous. That been anything like that since probably since the nineties or the eighties even. And it's yeah. a nice thing to think about. I'm just I keep I'm repeating myself as usual. I mean, I really hope that if Stephen, you know, we should say that Stephen Cranford has taken over um, Terry's collection. It's sort of said that Terry himself didn't even know he had those two Doctor Who episodes and freely admitted that he didn't know what he had. So it's, and let's be honest, we've all daydreamed about Nick going past their car boot sale on a day off or making, meeting a new friend whose dad used to work at the BBC and had these film cans up in the loft. And we've all thought, right, who do I phone first to tell them? Do I phone Toby? Do I phone, you know, do I phone Baxendale? Who's the, do I phone, you know, Mr. Briggs? Who's the best person to tell? And it's, um, it's a lovely thought, but I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's interesting just to mention car boot sales, and you think that's was that where Evil Two turned up, or was it Faceless Ones Three? But somebody picked them up, oh, places like, like that. that. Yeah, it's just the yeah, crazy thoughts. Crazy. I mean, it's, I mean, I know you've said don't want to speculate and stuff, but I've I'm not going to deny that I've got out my copy of Wiped, uh, Richard Moldsworth's fantastic book on Doctor Who's missing episodes. Have you read it? I've read the first edition. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the second that, one as well. I've read the original version. Yes, I don't have the revised one because I didn't. I couldn't really, from what I could gather, there wasn't much else in it that, that I felt was worth picking up, picking on the book up for, if that makes sense as English. Yep. What did it, what did the revised edition have? Yeah, well, the it had the, had the recovery of Underwater Menace and Galaxy 4 in it. And there's quite right. a lot more details about, um, like the tech, a lot more technical detail in there as well. Um, I'm actually thinking about taking it in holiday reading now that I'm talking about it, just because I love looking through and going, where did that sell? Where did that sell? What do we know could have been found yeah. here? And it's, it's I mean, kind of start speculating. It's like, stop doing this to yourself. It's an excellent book. I mean, the detail was phenomenal. It was really sobering just to realise that how, like I said, about the, the details, why so much of the trout and stuff didn't go overseas. I don't know. I, I mean, it'd be hilarious if stuff like the Abominable Snowmen, the Ice Warriors and the Macro Terror and Galaxy 4 and the missing two episodes of the Invasion all come back because then we'd all have to buy the DVDs again. <laughs> You know, yeah. I'll give in and I'll have a few moments of speculation. I would love some season three episodes. Of course. I'd love we some three full stories. Rumours have come and gone, obviously, about episodes of Wheel in Space over the last few years. I have no idea, though. I mean, it's, um, I don't know, as usual, wait and see. Yeah, I'm just, I know that I'll be thinking about it tonight when I go to bed. It's like, okay, right, so if I could pick four episodes, as some people were okay. asking on Twitter. What, what four episodes would you pick? Yeah, but I'm going to try and pick different ones to ones I mentioned before because obviously I always say Marco Polo 4 because I want to know which way the titles go. So I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say uh, episode 7 of Marco Polo. I, may, I think I'm going to right. try, and, try and pick some from different seasons. I'm going to leave the Crusade episodes out of season 2 because it's well represented and I think we'll go for something season 3. Something with, I think the Massacre episode 4 
for that speech with Stephen and obviously Dodo's arrival would be good. I'm also, I'm going to break my own rule straight away. I'm going to go for The Savages episode four so we can see Stephen's departure. And again, it's a story that's not in the archives at all. And finally, I'm going to pick uh, episode one of Power, just so we've got the first trout in it. And I know I've missed out 10th Planet 4 here, but I'd say that um, it's more important to have Troutons first. Well, 10th Planet 4 is an interesting one because that's one that has been rumoured to, to have existed and been recovered many, many times. We all know the story about Michael Craze being having his arm twisted by JNT to record an introduction for VHS that was going to come out because it was, you know, it was so strongly. It was the equivalent of me buying my iTunes gift voucher for Marco Polo. <laughs> Hello. The Tenth Planet was recorded at the BBC's Riverside Studios in September and early October 1966. Annika Wills and I were relatively new TARDIS travellers, and of course we knew that the Tenth Planet was to be William Hartnell's last story as the Doctor. We were intrigued to know how Patrick Troughton would play him. For many years, the bulk of episode four, in fact all of it except the regeneration sequence, was missing. Recently it has been returned. I'm delighted to invite you to settle back for the tenth planet. If I was picking four, I mean obviously I would, as much as I would like episode four of the massacre, the, mo the monk, not the monk, the abbot isn't in it. Mm -hmm. I'd want either episode two or three with, you know, to see Billy doing the abbot. Um, I would like an episode of the myth, or maybe episode four of the Mythmakers, Maureen O'Brien's final. Yeah. If any episode of Marco Polo would be joyous, any episode of Master Plan, everyone knows I'm a much bigger Hartnell fan than Trouton fan, so I'm just going to limit my my wishings to Bill. That sounds good to me. I, I, I still am amazed that three episodes of Master Plan exist, considering it was never sold abroad. So you're talking 25% exists, and yeah. it really shouldn't. Madness. Well, I mean, was there not. <sighs> Did it, did it go to Australia or was it offered for Australia? Edition prints, I think they said it was offered there, but yeah. they turned it down because it was too violent. And censor notes exist. If you've not heard the Missing Episodes podcast, as it's called, I would definitely recommend it. It's really good. New episodes just dropped in The Savages, which I've not listened to yet. It's not one that I follow, I'll be honest. I may check it out. Yeah, I mean, I remember there was talk a long time ago that the phrase was, was it bicycling of prints about how yes, they were forwarded on to other countries and people's records might not have been complete, so I don't know. Let's 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 flip it. If they felt what four episodes would you least like them to find? Um, how about uh, episodes one to four of the Crotons? Ha ha! There was a cheap joke. No, okay, of the missing ones, um, I suppose. Um, I mean, much as I love the Crusade, we've got fifty percent of it, so not too bothered about that. Um, and it's quite that's maybe 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 something from the faceless ones because it's been animated and we've got we've got thirty three percent of that. Um, yeah, the animated the, ones are interesting because the the variety and styles of them. It's you know some of them as as I've said in the past, some of them feel more authentic than others. So it'd be yeah. interesting. I mean, it would be as a, the joke we did a little while ago. It'd be frustrating if they somebody if they. I mean, it'd be glorious if they turned up the, the four messy episodes of Ice Warriors. Yeah, but it, it would mean. An awful lot of time and money was kind of <laughs> not going to say wasted because Dice Warriors animation is one of my favourites. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's an interesting one. It's um, you know, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't name them, but you know, quite a well-known, quite prominent, um, occasional DWM contributor who I'm friends with told me a few years ago that they'd had the experience of finding an episode 
film can, you know, the whole shebang. Mm -hmm. You know, finding out who it belonged to and getting it turned out, I think it was an episode of The Romans. Oh. And that's the other thing, you know, anything about them, it could be something that, that does exist already. So it's, I don't know, it's torture. It's it torture. Really, yeah. really is. It's like, you know, none of us are getting any younger. That's why That's why I, don't, I have no patience with um with Philip Morris's sort of method. You know, I've seen Ian yeah. Levine getting on about it on Twitter the last few days, yes. and I kind of agree. Like, you know, stop stop hyping up your own your own self and your own if you've got it you know just to share it tell us yeah exactly don't kind of over people's expectations because it's yeah. really not fair yeah well shall we move on briefly to something else that's in the news this week the return of Bonnie Langford as Mel Bush yes so that on the train when I was finishing work there seemed fantastic I mean obviously she popped up at the end of Power of the Doctor so yep it's it's glorious. I mean, it's a nice bit of validation for a a segment of the series that's often derided by some members of our cast, amongst others. Um, yes, indeed, Mr. Harris. It um, it's it's great. It's going to be very interesting. I hope they don't do the whole overly emotional style of you know return like they did with Sarah Jane. I think it's. I hope it's just balls out action adventure, and you know, I hope Bonnie absolutely kicks ass. I'm sure she will. Yeah. Because she's become such an accomplished performer since leaving the show, and the fact that her spell extenders. Well, she always extenders. was. Yeah. She always was. I mean, I, I was kind of. I remember her on you know the Hot Shoe Show and stuff like that, and you know, she and I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, with, you know, with, with Tom howling his derision in the background. That I remember hearing the very voice part one of Trial Part Nine going out and talking to my pal, my one friend at school, who was another Doctor Who fan, on the Monday morning, and we were like, she was brilliant. She was great. And you watch season four, she's amazing. Fully committed professional. That's what Bonnie is. Always has been. So yeah. it'll be great to get back. And um, yeah, getting a bit of clout. Hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. Do you know what's really weird? I mean, I was chatting with her at Gallifrey in February. I, haven't, I don't know if I've mentioned that. I went to the Gallifrey Convention, Dave, in February in LA. And uh, maybe once mm -hmm. or twice. But I was chatting with her and uh, just asking her what sort of work she'd got coming up for the rest of the year. She said, oh, just a few things. And, uh, you know, nothing nothing really exciting and I just just think you're a lying little minx Miss Langford but I'm so amused but I'm delighted because I mean she's she's great she's one of the most warm funny kind just lovely people that I've had the, the pleasure to interview over the years and um, I mean, yeah because I, 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 first time I interviewed her I went through her agent and um, her agent said yep no worries here's her mobile number give her a call and I said to her, well, in future, do you want me to contact your agent? She says, no, just here's my email and uh, just or send me a text. Because I remember texting her one time to fix up, just to say, are, are we good to go for an interview? She said, well, could you maybe give me half an hour? Because the guy from Sky is here at the moment uh, installing Sky Q. <laughs> no, I've I've only only met Bonnie once. Uh, that was uh, an Optic in 2000. Yeah. And I remember being in a queue with her pal, Robert Dick, and both of us just making the, the, the effort to, to let her know how good it was, yeah. how good it was. Here and how much we liked her and how much we liked Melanie. Mm -hmm. um, she's one of one of a handful of Doctor Who people that I've seen on stage because when I saw Spam a lot, I think in 2014, yeah. I think it might have been. Um, she was in it. She was amazing, obviously. Of course she was. Yeah, of course she was. Fantastic. Oh, I love it. Well, there we go. That was. I just thought it'd be quite nice to get a quick mini newsy sort of yes, episode with let, some comment in there. Me, let me have a moan about about missing episode people. Please do. <laughs> Rant, rant, hashtag rant over. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, Dave, before we go, yes, I've got something for you here. Right, all right. Susan, Barbara, 
Vicky, Sarah, Dodo, Polly, Victoria, Zoe, what are they? And what will they hopefully be right now somewhere in an archive? Are they girls on film? Dave, they are indeed, because that's <laughs> what's going to play us out today. <laughs> Listeners, I've known Kenny for about 30 years, you can tell, can't you? And we're just on his, we're on, we spent 19 hours in each other's company the other week when we went to Derby. We're, I'm on his wavelength, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, we'd, and it was a great time as well. But um, yeah, so yes, we'll be back next week with our scheduled episode in which we'll be talking about the fires of Pompeii. And uh, then after that, we'll be going with some Pescaton fun. And uh, and that's all our pre-recorded episodes while I'm on holiday. So we shall return very soon with some more stuff. So until oh. next time, I've been Kenny Smith. I've been David Steele. Make sure you check out Pieces of Eighth and the Earth Two podcast. And also I, my my ongoing favourite podcast at the moment is the Brandon Peters show. I would recommend that unreservedly. Brandon's a brilliant host and he's helping us out, like Kenny, on the Earth Two podcast this summer. So you should check that out. It's glorious. It's great fun. Film yeah. positive. That's what it be. But yeah, Absolutely. thank you for joining us. We'll see you very soon. 